Welcome to Into Security Daily, the Info Security Magazine podcast that brings you a daily, bite-sized news roundup of all that's hot in the info security world. Whilst our website remains offline due to a significant and sustained DDoS attack, we'll bring you news via audio format. I'm Elena Dalloway, Editorial Director, and we're still committed to delivering the headlines that matter straight to you. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Into Security Daily podcast. I'm James Coker, reporter at Info Security Magazine, and I'm joined by Benjamin David, who's deputy editor at Info Security Magazine. We have several important stories to discuss today, including a stark assessment of the cybersecurity posture of US federal agencies and a ransomware attack on schools in the Isle of Wight. But I'm going to start with news that the Italian data protection regulator, Garante, has fined food delivery company Deliveroo 2.5 million euros for GDPR violations. The case surrounded the firm's use of AI technology to track and score the performance of around 8,000 of its delivery drivers in Italy. It all started when an on-site inspection on Deliveroo's premises in June 2019 revealed that the company, which has obviously as you all know, come into a lot of prominence during the COVID-19 pandemic, used a centralised computer system managed by its parent company on servers in Ireland. So around 8,000 delivery drivers in Italy, delivery riders, sorry, were added in Italy, were added to the system. They had their performance scored according to a range of factors. These included the availability of riders to deliver on Friday, Saturday and Sunday evenings, the reliability of riders and the speed of delivery. So in making their judgment, Garante cited concerns over Deliveroo's lack of transparency in the way its algorithm was used to distribute work. Additionally, it fell foul of GDPR's general fairness requirement as set out in Article 5 1A as it could not show that its algorithm is not discriminatory. So while Deliveroo has revealed that it has since changed this algorithm, Garante stated that this it was incumbent on Deliveroo to verify on a periodic basis the correctness of the results of the algorithms to minimise the risk of distorted or discriminatory effects. Garante added that Deliveroo's collection of geolocation data for its algorithm was excessive and some data was kept for too long. So legal compliance company Caldery has warned that this case in Italy shows that anyone using AI needs to consider the GDPR aspects. So this consideration includes ensuring that their algorithm is only taking the right things into account and that they are transparent at all times. It's also noted that while a specific EU AI regulation is coming, an organisation that's using AI machine learning or algorithms can still be subject to existing data protection laws. So yeah, an interesting case there. And Benjamin, I believe you you have a story about a higher profile bug bounty programme. That's right. So the UK's Ministry of Defence has announced the conclusion of its first ever bug bounty challenge which it ran in conjunction with HackerOne. So the 30-day hacker-powered security test was introduced following the UK's recent integrated review, in which the government called for a more robust position on security and resilience, and an emphasis on openness as a source of prosperity. Enhanced security in a department like the Ministry of Defence 
is hugely vital for the UK's national security. So it's great to see the department being open to having security vulnerabilities highlighted by HackerOne's community of ethical hackers. Now, we've seen similar programs in the US government, and let's hope these initiatives encourage other organizations to engage in bug bounty programs in the future. Now, Christine Maxwell, Chief Information Security Officer at the Ministry of Defense, has been quoted as saying, that the MOD has embraced a strategy of securing by design, with transparency being integral for identifying areas for improvement in the development process. It is important for us to continue to push the boundaries with our digital and cyber development to attract personnel with skills, energy and commitment. Working with the ethical hacking community allows us to build out our bench of tech talent and bring more diverse perspectives to protect and defend our assets. Understanding where our vulnerabilities are and working with the wider ethical hacking community to identify and fix them is an essential step in reducing cyber risk and improving resilience. Thanks, Benjamin. That's, that's really important news there. And, and the, the growth of bug bounty programs is, is something we'll definitely be keeping a close eye on going forward in info security. So my next story is the somewhat concerning findings of a bipartisan report released by the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee on Tuesday. This said that it had discovered stark shortcomings in the cybersecurity posture of many federal agencies. Seven federal agencies apparently have not even met the basic cybersecurity standards necessary to protect America's data. So these were the Departments of State, Health and Human Services, Transportation, Education, Agriculture and Housing and Urban Development, as well as the Social Security Administration. According to data from each agency's Inspector General, the average grade for information security maturity among large federal agencies was just a C minus. And the report stated that only the Department of Homeland Security had implemented an effective security program for 2020. And one of the report's recommendations is that a central office should work to establish a national cybersecurity strategy and coordinate cyber policy between agencies. So this news is obviously very concerning amid rising cyber attacks on, on the government and critical industries, including the infamous SolarWinds hack that was discovered at the end of last year. So one positive, I suppose, to take is that at the Biden administration, certainly a lot of signs that they're taking cybersecurity at a federal level extremely seriously. An example of this was back in May when an executive order was, was made mandating zero trust for federal agencies and their contractors. So... We expect we'll be able to see some improvements in this area going forward. What else have you got for us, Benjamin? Yeah, so our final story is the sad news that six schools in the Isle of Wight has been hit by a ransomware attack, preventing staff from accessing its systems. So the Isle of Wight Education Federation revealed its IT systems were compromised last week and its data had been encrypted. It is now working with the police and Isle of Wight Council. A spokesperson for the Federation was quoted as saying, There are obviously some significant implications of this, which we are managing and will take measures to secure our systems even further in the future. He added that the school's group was working to ensure that necessary and appropriate systems are in place for the new academic year. 
So obviously a very unsettling situation, not least because the attack is likely to disrupt pupils after having so much of their education delayed due to COVID-19. So this news is also the latest in a surge of attacks impacting the education sector since COVID-19, be it schools, universities, or other educational institutions. And of course, too often, these are soft targets for cyber criminals. This is also a topic of one of our feature articles in the next issue of the InfoSecurity print magazine, which will be out very shortly. Thanks, Benjamin. That's all we've got time for today's episode. We hope you really enjoyed it and our new daily podcast series in general. We should be bringing you much more content from our website very shortly now, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, I've been James. And I've been Benjamin. Thanks for listening to Into Security Daily. We can't wait to get back to bringing you the same quality and quantity of online content as soon as possible. Until then, listen in to our daily podcast and stay connected to the cybersecurity stories that matter.